the podcast to our, our to our podcast. Well, it is our podcast. Yes. So welcome, Shan, to my podcast. I appreciate Ooh, you. Welcome being to here. mine. So hope you guys are doing well. It's uh, we're excited. There's a, a lot of good things happening with twenty four seven marriage and the marriage lab and the work that we are doing. So we when are, this episode comes out, we are getting ready to walk in to our first boot camp of twenty twenty four. Yeah, so the first one is coming up here yeah, um, in February, so we're excited about that and to have the, the first boot camp of the year and then uh, many more to come. So if you have not been part of a boot camp, it is an experience you do not want to miss. Um, it is small. It's intentionally small because we get to connect with couples, spend time, um, and the team does as well. So if you haven't, you've you, you've got to go. I mean, there's going to be boot camps in Colorado, in Texas, in Utah, in Washington, Washington California, and then back in California again, uh, Arizona. There's a there's a what we are dubbing the a 2.0 and a 2.0 is for those who have already attended a boot camp. So if you're listening to this and you've been to a boot camp, guess what? If you haven't heard, you should have already heard, but there is a 2.0 and that you is, need to be there. That is for those individuals who have already attended a boot camp. So we're super excited about that and a lot of great things happening and uh, new resources and all that coming out. Um, maybe you downloaded the Valentine resource that we had, so hopefully you utilize that. Um, I don't even know if we talked about it on our last podcast. <laughs> we did a Valentine's Day podcast. Did we even talk about the resource? Uh, no. no. It's, but it's not too late. You can still use it. It's just a download. Yeah, it's a download. But it's got a lot of great stuff in it. Yeah, you can still utilize that for sure. So hopefully you had a good Valentine's Day, and we are you know, right now in, uh, yeah, we're still in California and trying to make our way out. Not that well, it's bad. I'm just saying, like you know, yeah. we're one one. We've got to do this boot camp, and then we'll we'll hit the road. Did something attack you well, under the table? A, there's a there, there's a heater underneath the table because I'm cold, and I think I just I touched the the metal and like burned myself. Why do you have it that close to your body? Did it singe the hairs off your legs? Ow. It like burned my leg. Okay, let's let's move on. Didn't your mom ever teach you to back Ouch. away from the stove? Because well, it's hot. I didn't know it was that close to me. Sweet Moses. All right. So we <laughs> How are you doing, Shen? Well, if I'm being honest, the no, heater is directly you, pointed when, at you and I feel no, I have it turning, Shannon. No, okay. it hasn't turned. I haven't felt any heat. Shannon, seriously? I'm serious. You're gonna argue about that with me right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it suits you right that you got burned. <laughs> For sucking all the heat. So often be before a podcast, which is always very interesting, it didn't happen today, but a lot of times we will get into a discussion or... Oh, you're going to call it a discussion? Not, it's not an argument. We'll just get into a discussion or something before a podcast. It's like it almost never fails. No, no, no. There's always conflict. Just call it what it is, Javi. Okay. We can get into an argument. <laughs> Oh, don't you're see if you guys were watching this right now, which you're not. Soon you'll be able to do that. She's making faces at me as I am as I'm speaking. I'm not making any faces. Okay, you know what we were going to talk about today what is we? about. Well, it's going to be a shorter podcast because we're gonna we're gonna we were talking about um it, like arguments and like Ooh. how do you see we set that up perfectly <laughs> how do you diffuse um like arguments that you are having with your marriage and some of you have been having the same argument over and over for a long period of time yeah um but there are things that you can do to you know have healthy 
right? I guess you can call it healthy conflict, um, disagreements, and there are things that you probably shouldn't be doing, you know, in the midst of uh, those conflicts. Yeah. Um, and and again, a lot of it also is based upon we've we've heard so many different things with couples about what works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, there was a there was a clip by Matthew McConaughey. I'm not saying he's a marriage expert and that we're we support everything that he does, but you know, all right, all right, all right. He is a Texas Longhorns fan, so for that, I give him Longhorns fan. A lot he's of an credit. employee. He's an, yeah, he does work there. So, anyways. Um, he he mentioned you know something about when him and his wife get in an argument that uh, he will give her some time, but he'll go in the kitchen, he'll start cooking something, something that she really really loves, and then they sit to a meal and, and it begins to diffuse the situation, and they can begin to talk. So he's found a way that works to diffuse the situation for her. Um, and at the same time to be able to even serve her. That's beautiful. Right? Um, and because here's the thing, we can tend to think that, oh my gosh, this argument, we always argue, always like, okay, well, what's, uh, what's the underlying thing of why you're, oh, if you say you're always arguing, why? Is it because you need to be right? Is it because you're trying to prove a point? Is Usually it because it's because of pride. pride? Somebody doesn't yeah. want to give in. Yeah. So why, I mean, why do you argue with me, Shannon? It's when you know that I'm right, why do you spend the time arguing with me? Oh, it's (laughs) because that I know that I'm right. Yes. And I'm just waiting for you to understand and catch a glimpse of my discernment that Mm. I have. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. What have you, what have you learned when it comes to conflict management for us, when it comes to arguing, what have we learned? Oh my gosh, Javi, we could write a book and fill a library in 30 years there's so much that we've learned, but I want to go back to the, something you said about how you've... But you have to answer that question. Yeah, I, I will. But I love what... I just want to highlight what you said, that that you, we've talked and coached so many couples and sat with so many experts that there are different styles and there are different things that work for different couples. So we might share something and it might not work for you and then it it might. So we're not saying that this is like, this is how you have to uh, face conflict and this is how you have to handle it, yeah. that you'll find what works for you as as a, as the individual couple that you guys yeah. are. Everybody's unique. But there are under the underlying, the underlying piece, I'm giving you a chance to cough. There are yeah. these underlying pieces that I say should be across the board, right? If you're arguing, there are things you take off the table. We don't use the divorce word. No. Right? We don't say never, you never, and you always, because that's not true. And when we do use them with each other, we look at each other and we laugh, because the moment that word comes out of our mouth, we yeah, know. Yeah, but the other day, you just you said it. The other day, you did it. Like, no, no, it's, it's pretty much always. It's pretty much, and it's not really true. It's not really true. I don't even know what it was. I don't know what it. That, I don't know. I don't know what it typically was. Typically, we don't with, hang on with yeah. with conflict in our house. If we were tighter, well, first of all, we're old, so who knows if it's old age or if we just don't camp on things. So we tend we, to we not remember. A, we don't keep a scorecard. Yeah. Like you remember when you did this last? Like yeah. now, it might come up in a discussion or disagreement. I might remember it, but honestly, I I, I don't. Yeah, like, I'm going to answer your question though. So. One of the one of the ways that 
we have learned how to resolve conflicts starts with me. So it doesn't start with us. So what had to happen with me was that I had to have a realization and a real hard conversation with God that I am stubborn, that I am prideful, that I can be contentious, that I can be unforgiving. So aside from dealing with conflict, like, you know, uh, saying things like, well, if we could work better on this, if we could do this, if my spouse would try to understand, if they would try to listen, if they would be more more concerned about what's happening. It's like, we have to start with ourselves. And I have to recognize that I am a flawed, sinful person that comes with my own baggage. And I believe that as the years have gone on, I, I, there, there can be a conflict. There could be a conflict that comes up in the next 30 minutes after we're done with this podcast. Yeah. And I have to make a choice of whether or not I'm going to respond or I'm going to react. Yeah. And that's, and that's a key thing in, in diffusing an argument yes. is choosing to respond and to not react. When we choose to respond, that means you may be pausing for a moment to be able to so pausing for a moment to be able to formulate your response, are my words going to be honoring? Are they going to be uplifting? Are they going to you know help us, I want to say diffuse, but to bring us back together as opposed to create more separation? You know, how often have you said, not you, Sham, but in general, have people said, oh, I, I didn't mean that, like, or that was just in the heat of the moment, like, if you are that person, you you probably need to stop, count to five, take a breath, and then give your response, right? And part of it also with good, healthy conflict management, you are going to have conflict. You are going to have some oh, arguments. 100%. Is knowing, is, is this is what, I don't know if I've done this often with you, but we tell couples to do this. And I think I've done it. It's like, when your your spouse, if one of you is a person who kind of disengages in an argument and needs some space, understand how each of you process information, but yes. like be clear that say, like right now, I can't bring my best self to this conversation. I just need five minutes and then we can talk. But don't just walk away and then you don't, then you go to the bedroom and you go and you sit on the couch and then she's in the bedroom and she's having this narrative play out in her mind that, see, he won't come after me. He won't pursue me. I'm not good enough. And even though you probably told him, don't come after me, the guy's trying to say, well, I'm going to be smart. I ain't going after her. That's what she said. But it's also, I would challenge guys to say, you know what? Even if she says that, say, hey, I know you don't want me to come in here. I just want to show I love you. Yeah, this is frustrating, but we're going to be okay. I believe in us. We're going to be okay. Just that affirmation I mean, what would that do for you? What does it do for well, you? Well, that's something that you've all that you've typically practiced for most of our our married life. So I've I've felt safe in really heated conversations and really hard things that we're navigating because I know where you stand and I know that you're not there's nothing that we could say or do to one another that's going to drive you to get in a car, drive away from me, um, use the word divorce. Like, I just, there's a safety in our marriage. And by no means am I saying that it's perfect, but I'm saying 
there has been safety created by our words and the boundaries we've established within conflict. Now, some people come to us and they continually have this circular conflict all the time. It's just, it could be about the same thing or it's just they are always arguing about something. And what I have encountered with the women I have coached is I hear excuses. Yeah. And that's where I'm just going to call you out. When you say, well, I'm Puerto Rican or I'm Hispanic <laughs> or I'm this and this is how we are in our culture. This is how my mom and my grandma have always acted and talked towards men. It's like, no, that's that's using an excuse and that in that there's no ownership. So when we don't take ownership of what we've contributed to the conflict and the arguments within our marriage, you're always going to stay in conflict and argument in your marriage. Because like I said, if there's no personal ownership, well, then we could all use that excuse. Well, I'm male. I'm female. I'm Hispanic. I'm Puerto Rican. I was yeah. born to a single mom. I was um, I was a foster kid, so that's why I'm always combative. Like we could always find our vices and our excuses for why we behave the way we do, but when we step back and take ownership of it, that's the first step yeah. towards yeah. healing. And, and for and for us in our conflict, um. I didn't used to say I'm sorry to you, Javier. Oh, no. Because mm -hmm. I didn't care whether I offended you or not. And I didn't really care if if you forgave me or not. I I was kind of cold-hearted. Well, and, and the thing is, too, is like you don't need to hear I'm sorry in order to give forgiveness, right? Like through like maybe, you know, within an argument. And so it, you, the responsibility is on you on how you're going to communicate and engage. So if it's a constant argument or constant, you know, the same topic, whatever it may be, yeah. it, it, that, that indicates an unwillingness on, on, on one of your ends and maybe on both of you, the unwillingness to be able to truly actually listen, right? Um, you maybe heard what they said, but you didn't listen to what was really being said. Your unwillingness to listen to where they're at, to how they feel. And therefore, you keep going around the same argument, the same thing over and over again. But likely, you might be trying to prove your point by trying to prove what you want to say. You don't feel heard in it, whatever it may be. So you've never taken time to really unpack the why behind it to get to a place of healing. Like you're not moving towards each other with compassion, with intentionality, with understanding, with grace. No, you're moving towards each other with contempt yeah. and anger and resentment. Well, you start building contempt over a period of time when you're having arguments and then you don't, you don't have time to actually talk through them, yeah. right? And, and you should not be yelling at one another. This is what I don't get. People who yell at one another, who curse at one another, who go off on each other. That's normal for like, some home homes. It is very normal for some yeah. homes. And so you're dishonoring your spouse. If you're if you're on here and you're and you're a guy who's dishonoring your wife by how you're raising your voice, how the words that you're using vulgarity, yeah. vulgarity um, how you're talking down to her, how you're belittling and berating, that is not a man. You are not a man then. You are not a man. If that is what you're doing, if that is what you have done in your relationship, if you have spent time... Could you, could you just rewind 10 seconds and say that Yeah, again? so I rewind 10 seconds. Here we go. If you are a man who spends time 
yelling and screaming at his wife during arguments, berating, belittling, talking down, dishonoring her. You are not a man. You're a boy. You're passive. You are not understanding how to engage and move towards your wife to display love, to to honor her, to cherish the gift that God has given you. That is God's daughter before she is your wife. And so you are dishonoring her in your marriage, and that is a wimpy, wussy way out, right, by using your words to tear down your wife. So, man, if that is something that you are doing, that has to end that has to end. That can no longer go on because you're dishonoring God, you're dishonoring your marriage, you're dishonoring your spouse. And we're not going to let women off the hook either in this, well, in yeah. that we have our role and that our excuses that we use and that they're, they're not going to fly. And here's the thing. We have to think about our marriage from the beginning to the end. And what is it we want to be said about our marriage? And what is it that the environment that we want to create in our home. And if you're raising children in a home where you have constant conflict and combative arguments all the time, your children are growing up in a stressed environment where they feel on edge, they don't feel safe or protected because they don't know when mom or dad will explode. Yeah, and what you're showing them is this is how you deal with things. This is how you handle things. And because there's an unwillingness in arguments and in conflict to yield and surrender first to God and to seek to understand one another and then be understood, right? That Stephen Covey principle. Because there's an unyielding or, you know, a unwillingness, sorry, to do that, then you get stuck in this cycle. And so if you're in this place where where you have had difficulty, I think we probably need to do a part two on this yeah. to kind of, maybe we'll do that next week to, to kind of talk about, okay, here is how you have healthy conflict, but also like in the midst of an argument, how do you handle things? And we yes. can talk through a couple of our own stories. Like, you know, Shannon can get a little... Just go ahead and say it, Javier. I don't want to say cold, but she can get a little mean. Yeah. She can get a little mean, and I don't respond well to that because it brings me back to our first five years, and so that is just, for me, is super unhealthy. Well, then you shouldn't have messed up, and you should just always do what's right, Javier. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. And so, and so, and that causes me to shut down. So maybe we'll, we'll talk about that in our, yeah. in, our, in our next podcast, like what it's been like for us. So you Can guys we just make that? a promise to one but, another right now? Because we've, we've said this multiple times to our to our podcast family that we were going to do a part two, but for reals, <laughs> for reals, for there reals is coming now. a part two to this. Yeah. For reals. Um, this because is, we want to give you practical applications yeah. and we want to share a couple more stories of, of how we've had to deal with conflict in our own marriage and how we haven't done it well. Listen, the first five years, we didn't do it well at all. No, we didn't. No, we were still trying to figure things out, and we're all over the place when it came to that. So, yeah. and and one thing I know a lot about how my parents handle conflict, but one thing that I don't know is like, what? How did your parents I have handle? No idea. Did you ever see them I, argue? I have no. Honestly, Javi. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about. Do you that have a one. steel I, trap in there? Pretty much. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah, I don't. Because you've never I really, really shared know. about the arguing part. I don't. I don't know. I don't re. I mean, there might be some stuff I can address around that, but I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. 
Okay. I mean, this is a, a little shorter of a podcast is because we're going to do a part two. Yes. Um, and so, as always, we appreciate you being part of the 24-7 Marriage Family. This was, again, just kind of setting the stage um, for the next conversation. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about whatnot, but also, like, how do you have that healthy, you know, communication, you know, conflict management? Um, there's so much you can talk about this. Um, but again, uh, if, if you are a fan of 24-7 Marriage and this podcast, please rate and review, share it with others. It helps us go up in what the algorithms and all that so people can find us yep. and support. Um, we are a partner-supported ministry. That means we are supported by individuals like yourself and organizations who believe in marriages and fighting for marriages and that marriages have a generational impact. So um, you can go in, on Instagram uh, and follow the links there. You can There's go to our website. There's all the links in the show notes. Go, yeah, and be podcast. able to go to our website yeah. and also give there. Yeah. Um, again, thank you for being part of the 24-7 Marriage Family. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. See you next week for part two. For part two. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Please be sure to hit subscribe and like this episode or leave us a review. To learn more about 24-7 Marriage, go to 247marriage.org or click the link in our bio on all social media platforms. And remember, in marriage, you don't have to, you get to. We'll see you next week.